Good morning, Top 10 Rivalry followers on a Wednesday morning. Happy Wednesday to you. We're middle of the week. We got a new guest in the clubhouse today. And like I said, this is a team that we've talked about before. We're running out of teams. I think we're only down to three teams we haven't talked about. But this is a new guest, and I'm excited. We've been talking about um, baseball prior to this, and we can do this all day. But both of us have to actually, you know, get some other stuff done. So good morning on a Wednesday, Dallas. How are you this morning? I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Thanks for taking some time out for us. Now, I know this because I can see you, but are <laughs> who who are you a fan of? Cubs? No, 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 not the Cubs. It's the Brewers, right? No, no. Who are you a fan of? I am so sorry. So I'm a hometown girl. I um, I'm definitely a fan of the Reds, but I there's a few teams that I I would say I don't love, but I fan of baseball overall. But the Reds for sure. Reds for sure, probably not loving the Cubs or the Brewers, right? You know, I they all have the they all have a place in in my heart. So <laughs> definitely definitely don't love them right now. That's deep, give me a couple deep, more. deep down in your heart, but <laughs> not at the surface. <laughs> give me a few weeks to forget, and then we'll we'll go back. So how did it all start? How did you become a, a Reds fan? I have no idea how I became a Reds fan, probably because it's where I live, right? You know, when you, when it's local to you, it becomes ingrained in what you do. Um, but a baseball, I, I just remember growing up and my, listen, I've got these pop-up notifications for my NFL and my seat geek telling me there's tickets available. So um, sorry about that. I have uh, just watching my dad, um, you know, he, the game was always on. It was either on the radio or it was on the television. Um, we would go to some of the games whenever the Braves would come into town for the Reds. We would go to that game. Um, that's just where it came from. And it just, it just, there's something about being at a stadium and, and growing up watching it. So. So if you've listened to some of the podcasts before, I, that's my favorite question to ask. And I always say that because it always goes back to something family related and it reminds you of why baseball is America's favorite pastime, which is that simple. Hundred percent, and and it was funny. My mom was a Reds fan, and my dad's a Braves fan. And so, oh. whenever they would, you know, whenever they would come and play, it was always this great rivalry at the at the household. You know that um, they they both had their they both had their teams, and 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 my dad was diehard Braves. So he was not like when they weren't in town. He wasn't like, well, I root for the Reds. No, never, <laughs> never ever. <laughs> so it was good. So you'd wake up to go to school one morning and you see your dad sleeping on the couch and you couldn't figure out why. But now as an adult, you understand that the Reds and the Braves are playing each other and your dad says yeah. something stupid. And your yeah. mom's like, you'll sleep right here. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Awesome. All right. So tell me about favorite players. Um, who is your current favorite player? And I guess who is your favorite player of all time? And I always caveat this. I know you're a Reds fan. They don't have to be Reds. But I, you have plenty to choose from. So go ahead. Yeah, so, so I I really ruminated over this question for for days. Like I, after I heard from you, and I thought about this because I don't have a favorite player, but I have I have a level. There's a hierarchy of my players, <laughs> and so if, if I have to, if I had to like pull them out in, in the hierarchy. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan of pitchers. I love my pitchers. I love my catchers. I, the catcher is the guy that sees the whole game. You know, what, a what a position to play. 
you can see everything that's happening besides the nonsense behind you. And so uh, catchers are my favorite. So, you know, I, I have a few of those like Mike Piazza. I don't know why. Love Mike Piazza. One of my favorite players growing up. Um, love him. At third baseman Todd Frazier. Uh, Flavor phrase. Like he was one of the most personable fans. Like when I would go to the stadiums, one of the most personable fans. He would come over and start talking to you. He was during the game. You know, he was just great. Um, but my all <laughs> Freddie Freeman, one of my Freddie Freeman will forever have a place in my heart. I love Freddie. Um, and you know, like the entire 1990s Atlanta Braves baseball team. So like the, you know, got that whole era. Um, Chipper Jones, always one of my favorites. John Smoltz. I love to hear them in the booth, still talking to each other, going back and forth. I mean, and Chipper is, he's, he just is something else. He'll just get on them. And I just love it. Um, but all time, I would say Nolan Ryan. Hands down. All right. Yes. I, I, by the way, uh, for those of you listening that know I'm a Dodger fan, that was not a paid endorsement of Freddie Freeman. That was Dallas being <laughs> Dallas. Okay. I just want to get that on the record so I don't get accused. No. Um, I don't want to go down that path too far because I would have said Kershaw and I would have picked Mookie Betts. Like I've got, I can't keep going with my list. I don't um, want to be a Dodgers fan today, though. So. I Dallas, I got to tell you, I've done probably 250 of these interviews. You hold the record for saying something that's never been said before. Congratulations. What? What is it? <laughs> okay, now you want to know, huh? Well, next question. No, I'm teasing. Um, here's what you said. I've never heard somebody say there's a hierarchy of favorite players. I love that. When you said that, I'm like, yes. I've never yeah. heard that. This is awesome. So. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, so we know you're Reds fan. We know there's yeah. a hierarchy of favorite players and people can get kicked on or off that list, it sounds like. Um, yeah, but yeah. nobody's going to mess with Nolan Ryan, especially Nobody. Robin Ventura, right? He will not mess with Nolan Ryan. I actually showed my wife the other day that picture. Did you know that Robin Ventura refuses to sign those? That picture? <laughs> yeah, if you well, put that in front of him, he won't sign it. You know, everybody's got their it's everybody's got their own space, right? They they can do they can do and choose what they want. <laughs> but Nolan Ryan, what you're gonna, gonna do? <laughs> it is. It is. Um, okay, so talk to me about stadiums. Where have you been in your life? Okay, so um, I have been to so this season alone. Um, I started the year out at um, a Great American, of course. Um, I was there for opening weekend. Um, I, I took my kids down for the kids' day, which was on this, the following Saturday. We open up on a Friday, and then we they do a kids' day on Saturday. I get to meet some of the players. It's a great time. Um, and then my next stadium, I went to Wrigley. Wrigley was this the first time I've been um, to Wrigley, and it was Easter weekend. And um, I will tell you, I know that it's the cub, the Cubbies, but when you walk down into those brownstones and you walk when you're heading into the ballpark, and there's a little fire station right there. And you just, I mean, it literally brings tears to my eyes. Like it, it just, if you've never been, that has got to be on everybody's list. Even if you don't love the Cubs, even if you hate the Cubs, I have people, I know that, you know, they would use that dirty language of hating the Cubs. But um, so I was there um, progressive this year. I was at Bush stadium and baseball village. <clears throat> I don't know how people feel about the Cardinals. I know that the Cardinals have a fan base and they also have a not fan base <laughs> of people. 
Um, but I will tell you that they do baseball right. Baseball Village at Bush Stadium is unbelievable. It is like an experience on its own. Um, one of my favorite places. If I had to pick one right now, it's my it's my favorite um, for sure. Outside of Great um, American. Nope. I'm not even putting Great American in there. And I'm just wow. going to be real with you. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm real hard on my hometown teams, but that's I can't help it. Um, so Comerica, Progressive, Bush, Wrigley, Great American, and Nationals Park this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you had the month, let's say you had the month of June off, unlimited resources, it wasn't a big deal. And you could pick five baseball parks that you haven't been to. Where are you going to go? So I'm going out to the Rangers Stadium. Okay. Globe Life. I'm going out to California. I've got a few stadiums I need to hit out there. I got to I got to get to Dodger Stadium um, and Petco. I, there's just uh, out west is where I want to go. I want to get those stadiums in out west. Um, and it's planned for next, you know, next summer. I really would love to get out there um, and see quite a few stadiums, like do a little stadium tour, hit up sure. Seattle, like just maybe go down the coast. It's, it's um, definitely doable for me and my work schedule. And, and so it's definitely in the works for next year. So if I could, if you go to Seattle, try to arrange it when the Seattle Mariners are playing the, the Toronto Blue Jays, because okay. it's like a Blue Jays home game. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. It's we were there during that time and I had never experienced that. And it's such a weird thing because it's it's almost like um, it's almost like the battle for Ohio. Right. When when the I almost said Indians, when the Guardians play the Reds. But it's. It's almost because Toronto only has a team in Toronto. People will drive. I talked to people. They said, oh, we drove two days. So if you can make that happen, if you're going to come out to California, let me know ahead of time. Okay. Um, easily, you can do inside of three or four days, you can do Padres, Dodgers, Angels. Yeah. Um, you might want to get up to Oakland at some point because they are going to shut down that stadium. Yeah. 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 Um, Oracle is it... get out there next season. I would love to check it off my list hmm. just in case. You just ne you never know when people will do their things. And um, and if I'm going to be out there, I'd love to check that one off for sure. So you know how they nickname uh, um, New York Concrete Jungle? Yeah. Um, Oakland Coliseum is kind of the concrete coliseum. It doesn't really have a flavor to it. It just is, it's old. It looks old from the outside. In fact, my wife said, that's the stadium. And I said, yeah, she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> um, when you watch a game there, no disrespect to Oakland fans, but when you watch a game there, um, I mean, you feel like you're in a football stadium. It was better suited for the Raiders than it is a baseball stadium. Sure, yeah. That but makes you'll sense. love it because there's history there. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I love. I do. I love that. I, and it's not that, and I don't just like new stadiums because I love what they're bringing. Some of these new stadiums, I love the designs. I, I mean, I just, I think that there's a place for all of it. Um, Fenway will be my last stadium to visit. And it's not because I have some huge, you know, tie to the Red Sox, but it is, I mean, it's just the stadium that is just going to be my last, my last one to visit, I feel like. And it'll be with a team that means a lot to me. I want to see the Red Sox play somebody that's important and finish my, my tour of the stadiums there just because of who it is, just because of who the stadium itself is, you know, what it, what it means to baseball. 
remind me to connect you with a gentleman named Alex. And we'll talk about this offline, but Alex has been all 30 ballparks. And whichever ballpark you decide to go to, he'll tell you where to stay, where it's close, um, where it's relatively cheap, maybe where to eat. I mean, he's got this all planned out. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love that. And I've been to Turner. I was at Turner Field before Truist was built. Um, and so, so Truist is on my list um, to get to, too. I, like I said, I'm a, you know, I'm a transplant Braves fan. I can't even, I, it's just part of my DNA. I was born with it. It's even if I, even if I didn't want to identify with it, it's like, it just is who I am. <laughs> um, I, I'm excited to get down there and um, and, uh, you know, like chasing baseball stadiums and like putting yourself out there that people know that you really enjoy baseball and baseball for me is about game. It's not so much about, I know some people, they, you all, we all choose what we like for our own reasons, but baseball for me, it's about the game. It's about the experience. It's being in that park. It's seeing these players, you knowing what goes into developing to become a professional athlete and, and knowing what work that they put in. And some of these guys are absolute raw talent. You know, it's just yeah. pure raw talent. Like they could walk up and not play practice a, a day in the week and they still would hit the ball 400 feet. And yeah. you just think, oh, that's who you are. Um, but just all of that inc is inclusive in, in everything about baseball. And the stadiums is like that. It's like that that culmination when you get there and you show up and it's it's the people who have been through those 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 um those aisleways and, and around those bases and who have been in that, all of the players who come to visit, it's, it's just everything. I just love everything about it. You know, I've talked about this a lot, um, but baseball to me, it seems not only is it America's favorite pastime, but it's the best method of, I, we live in America. We're always so busy. We're always doing something. We're always going someplace and, you know, gas prices are up or whatever it might be. Right. But you can go to a game, you can see the grass and smell the smells of baseball. You can get a hot dog or whatever you want to eat. And just for two or three hours, tune out your real life. And it's such a good just reset button. It feels like. And yeah. so I, I love that. I love your passion for that because it, to me, we've been to 10 stadiums this season and every different, you know, every different same we went to when we went to Citizens Bank Ballpark in Philadelphia, the atmosphere was amazing. We went to Baltimore. The atmosphere was amazing. You went to Fenway. By the way, if that's your last stadium, just know it's a very special, special thing. Um, seeing it, it just it's majestic. When you're walking through the concourse and you realize that you and I can't walk next to each other on the concourse without turning sideways because the concourse is so small because it's an old stadium. But when yeah. you walk through that tunnel and you see the field, it's just, ah, this is exactly. Yeah. That's how I felt when I saw Wrigley. And I, I, like I said, it's not, it's not, there's not, there's no special love I have for the Cubs. It's not like, it's not like, you know, this was my, my, my field of dreams tour, you know, that's not it, but <laughs> It was um, just the history that's behind it and, you know, just what that what baseball means to that that city. And, you know, that it, you just feel it. You feel it just it's just everywhere. It's electric around you. It, you know, if you if you enjoy it, some people show up to the game because, you know, somebody gave them a ticket and they just go. And some people go because it's you know, they it means something to them. And so um, 
And I'll tell you something very strange. I like to buy tickets um, kind of last minute. I sometimes will just get in my car or, you know, see what's what games are playing and just go. And I buy tickets and I try to buy tickets in the lower bowl. And my goal always is I want to sit as close to possible as these season ticket holders that have been season ticket holders for 50 years. And it's one of the funnest experiences. Um, I'll tell you, one of my, my I, I, I don't want to take you off track, but one of the best experiences I had was um, at Progressive. <clears throat> Drove up there on a whim. I was like, I'm just, I don't have anything else to do. So I'm like, you know, it's three hours away. I'll just <laughs> head up there. So I, I drove up, uh, went to Progressive. I, I sit down in my seat and around me are, you know, it, obvious season ticket holders who have been part of this environment for some time. And I just sit and start talking. They want to know why I'm this young single girl at a baseball game by herself. Like, why am I here in the seat by myself? And so we, the, the stories that they pass back and forth and people across Iowa started talking. It was people down, you know, five or six rows started asking questions and talking. Little kids started getting involved in it, you know, turning around in their seat. And before I knew it, the, the, the Cleveland strikers, they're the like hype crowd, the hype man for, for, um, for I almost said the Indians too, but for the Guardians, um, they're behind me with their cameras and they're like, they're giving me gear and they're talking to me about what's going on in my, my journey, like into that stadium. And it's just one of those things like you hearing these guys, these older guys, and I, one of them he's 78 years old and he, 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 this was what he did with his parents. Like he sat at these games and he was talking to these young kids who were there and they were just visitors. They were not season ticket holders. They were like me, just bought a ticket off of a, of a third-party site and showed up. And so just telling me, watching that fan talk to a brand new fan, a kid who has no idea what's truly happening in the game, but he loves it. You know, he's excited. It's, it's an experience. And hearing him share those stories back and forth and then the other people talking back and forth, it's, it's amazing. That's, it's one of those things you just, you can't replicate that. You can't, yeah. and and I'm going to tell you, one of the oddest things that I do is listen to baseball on the radio. I can watch it on TV. I have the MLB package. I would rather listen to it on the radio like a weirdo. Like <laughs> no, These guys no, that, call the it's unbelievable. That's called a baseball purist. And that's why we created Top Fan, right? Top Fan Rivalry is because that's what, and what you just described there, I, I cannot wait to share that clip with a couple of people that I know, because that's, that's baseball at its finest, right? Yeah. I mean, it, you have teams that you quote unquote hate as your rivals, right? <laughs> but you don't really hate them and you you don't want anything bad to happen to them. But just sitting in, I mean, the Dodger, being a Dodger fan, I sat in Minute Maid Park a couple of weeks ago with a bunch <laughs> of Astro fans and really enjoyed listening to their stories and enjoyed yeah. what they had to say. Now, albeit I wish the air conditioning worked a little bit better in Minute Maid, because I lost about 15 pounds walking out of there in the summertime. But I'm like, you guys just won, or we'll say this in Texas, y'all just won the World Series. Can't you get some air conditioning? Like, come on. But no, I love what you just said about that. That that makes me happy because that's that's kind of what it's all about, right? It's baseball is its baseball at its finest. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I took my girls to um, and I, I have, I have a son who's older and then I have my younger children or girls. And so, you know, I, I make them trek along with me. It's not their favorite thing, um, but they go and they enjoy it at the ballpark, but they, you know, they, 
I'll turn around and see they've got their AirPods in or whatever when I've got the game on the radio and it's okay. The the love will come. I, I trust it. I trust the process, but um, you know, we went down for our, <laughs> we went down for our opening, our opening weekend um, this year and the Friday was beautiful. Saturday was the next day and the weather was a little more temperamental. It started very nice and sunny. And by, um, I think we're in the seventh inning stretch and we're all in winter jackets. It's spitting what appears to be snow. <laughs> you know, uh, that's how you start a baseball season. But by the end of the season, it is blazing hot. And then, um, you know, you get everything in between. Perfect, perfect weather is, you know, I don't care if it's 100 degrees outside. I will still sit in the stands and watch a game and sweat to death um, because there's nothing like the sights and the sounds and the people and hearing you know, when a guy gets to run up like, like a role as Chapman, I was at, I was at the Red Stadium one game years ago and he was one of our relievers. It's like the bottom of the ninth inning. <clears throat> There's runners on base. They call, they call up Chapman. Like this is when Chapman was electric and he was throwing the ball 105 miles an hour. It's not like he's not throwing the ball like that now, but this was new. This was not, this was not your norm for these relievers to come out and throw the ball like this and just be so dominant so when the bullpen door, when that door opens in the outfield and everybody, <laughs> you see who's walking out this giant man um, across the field. And he had this swag walk, you know, when he would come out of the bullpen and he was, and he's just such a big guy and the entire place erupted. And these are, you, we're not in bleachers and the whole, you felt like he was shaking. Like you felt like the stadium shaking, everybody's screaming. He comes out and he ends up throwing the ball like 111 miles an hour. It's like one of his fastest pitches. And I just think, I, I can't, I'm sitting here watching this. Like I'm watching, this is history being made and you're sitting in the ballpark. And you think about how many people and how many kids have been in games where they were there and a history was made and they maybe didn't even know it. They don't even recognize they were literally watching some portion of history happening. And I, I just, you know, you may not know it yet. You may not be part you. You're just part of a game and you're watching it happen and watching it unfold. And, and eventually, you know, this guy becomes a pitcher like Nolan Ryan for 24 years. And he's like, what, 57 strikeouts, 100 strikeouts. Like, like what in the world? Like you just, and you're part of those things. And so, um, but yeah, the sound of a bat hitting fastball, like you can't replicate that sound anywhere besides in a stadium. No. And it's special. And it, those things are special. And so I'm interested to see now that we've backed up the the season and we've added like 47 games to the playoffs. Um, I'm interested to see what happens when we have a World Series of the Rockies versus the Twins. I'm interested to see how warm that's going to be when they're playing baseball in November at a Mile High Stadium or in Minnesota. Like, I always joke about this, but are we going to be watching the seventh game of the World Series on Thanksgiving after watching the Lions play in the, you know, on their Thanksgiving Day? Because you've had so many snow outs and had to move things back. Like, I don't know how that works. It's I so... October is my favorite month of the year, and it's not because pumpkin spice comes out because I just could care less about that. Um, but it is because this is the culmination of football and the playoffs and the best part of seasons of of sports and athletics being played. <laughs> so I do love this time of year. So I'm, I have three reasons why I love October. Okay. Number one, October baseball, right? Angel fans, you don't understand what that means, but most other fans do. Um, 
the uh so that's number one that was a sly harsh right there i heard it though okay yeah okay. yeah yeah number, uh, number two is i can legally watch charlie brown's pumpkin patch without anybody looking at me weird and number three, I get to make a list of family members that I want to ditch for the holidays. So that's where you get to go. Yeah, you just didn't make the list this year. I'm so sorry. We only got so much time. So that's October right there. You got to love it. Now they've heard your. Now they've heard this on your podcast. So <laughs> you may have to rethink it. You might have to. You might have to edit that out. You won't even know. Well, my <laughs> I, a lot of my family listens, and they won't even catch on. So it's it's fine. Okay. <laughs> It's it's fine. All right. Final question, because we could do this all day. And trust me, for those of you that are driving to work are probably going, this is awesome. Keep going. But I want you to actually get into work. I don't want to get sued by somebody saying, hey, top fan rivalry made me lose my job because I was late to work. I don't want to do that. If that's the case, then um, I am a Cubs fan or something. I don't know. Um, OK, so final question for okay. you. 2024 season. You have a lot of young kids, including this one kid that looks like he needs a cheeseburger named Ellie De La Cruz. What are you looking forward to the most in the 2024 season? Or what are you looking forward to when it comes to the 2024 season? Okay. Yeah. Ellie De La Cruz. I feel like I've heard that name. I don't know. I'll have to look him up later. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hundred percent. I hear he's good though. Bring it, yes. bring in a little life to baseball from what I hear. So that's what um, I hear. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what I'd like to see a, a better bullpen. I'd like to see a healthier pitching rotation. Um, I would love to see that. I think we've got some really great talent in the, in our pitching, but you know, we, we just have to find a way to keep these guys healthy or we need to be able to pad up this, the, these relievers so that, that, um, that we can play this game a little bit better, more depth into that, into the later innings. Um, I think that's where we lose a lot. The, our young kids, I just want to see this. I just want to see these kids continue to grow and develop as a team, um, as a unit and see, see where they go. We have got some really amazing, outstanding talent um, on that team. That's very young. And I hope that we can keep this group together. I really like what they're doing. And I hope that Joey Votto's back on first base next year. I hope that we still have Joey. I hope that he is there to develop whoever's going to come up behind him and teach teach this this new first baseman the ways of of uh, the the Votto way. Um, so that's what that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing this team that we have that's very young develop um, and grow and 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 see where we can go for next season. I think I think we've got some really great potential. I'm I'm excited for this team. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm going to say something between you and I here. And I, I, you know, but if anybody's listening, chirp, chirp, aha, right? Um, I think Joey Votto is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I most may or may not agree. Yeah, most may or may not agree with me, but um, because of the injury list, but I got to tell you, the dude is good. And I mean, he's got, you'd be surprised at how many hits he has. And he just, he just, like, forevermore, I love the clip where he gets the ball robbed by the fan, and then he shows him that he's got a Reds jersey on. And then the next inning, he goes out with a thing of nachos and gives it to the guy, kind of like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, But that, he just loves being in the show. And I yeah. love that about him. Yeah. Absolutely love that about him. 
I do too. I Joey keeps he keeps baseball a fan sport and he treats people like their family and that you know he just he purely enjoys the game. He purely enjoys to be out there and and he knows what he can bring to the team um but he recognizes where his limitations are and I just I just love everything about him. I love his interviews. I love I love what he does for the young guys on the team um because I think you need that. Nowadays it's all money. It's uh, all you talk about is money and and their lack of longevity. And so when you have somebody like Joey who um, who's been around a long time and he has a really great outlook and he brings something like, like his personality to this, this game. I think it's super important. I hope our team, um, I think, I think we've had such a great, a great year of great developmental year that I would really be very, it, our ownership and our leadership makes me a little nervous. So I hope we don't sell the farm because we showed one good pig at fair. You know what I'm saying? So I hope we keep, I hope we just kind of keep, keep this train a rolling and, um, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't put ourselves up for sale because we, we, we showed once pretty nice. So yeah. Excited. Yeah. I, I think you guys are good. I, I agree. Um, my standard joke is I send everybody to voicemail. So your owner has called me, but I sent him to voicemail, sent him a text message back and said, listen, <laughs> I'm running top fan. I'm interviewing Dallas. I don't have time right now to discuss these things yeah. with you, but call me in a week. So we'll see, you know, if he calls me yeah. back, but I'll let him know. I'll, give will, so. <laughs> I'll just forward the voicemail to you and say, yeah. Dallas, oh, yeah. go get yourself arrested. Pop that in right yeah, doesn't I guess, pay for I bail guess. money. Yeah, that's, so, I got a few things, a little, a few ideas. If they gave me an opportunity, I've got some ideas. <laughs> you got some ideas. Awesome. Well, Top Fan Rivalry followers, this is Dallas. This has been one of the funnest first interviews that I've done um, in, in a while. Um, her knowledge of baseball, I, I will forevermore not forget what you said about there's a hierarchy to favorite players. And I love what you said about just people talking and developing things. And so um, hopefully you follow her on her Instagram page. She has a, a tremendous amount of pictures of her travels too. So Dallas, I just, I appreciate what you said and thank you for your time this morning. I so appreciate it. Oh yeah. I'm, I love that you reached out to me. I, I love talking about baseball and most people in my life get tired of hearing about it. So <laughs> anytime anybody wants, wants to talk about it, um, I'm, I'm always game. Well, when we get uh, in the off season, we'll get some Cincinnati groups together, but we'll also get some stats groups together. So I will definitely have you on again, probably with a group of people and, you know, we'll, we'll break down some, some statistical stuff after the world series, which, it's hard to believe that the World Series will be over in like three weeks. And then it's what I call the long national nightmare, right? Of no baseball. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know if it, if this if you recognize this or not, but my my first name is after a football team. We really have um really underperformed and we're struggling right now. But so I do I do enjoy football, but nothing like my baseball season. So yeah, it's a it's a tough it's a tough time. I'll tell you, come February, I, I get pretty depressed and bummed out, and then right into uh, spring training. So well, it, that's because it's 130 degrees below zero where you're at in February, <laughs> and there's that white stuff on the ground out here. When I'm but, checking my mailbox in the shorts and t-shirts, and I'm at the beach in February, no wonder you're depressed. Yeah, I I'm. I thought we were friends. I, I don't know why you just <laughs> threw all that shade at me. About Listen, 
Hey, listen, you can be my neighbor. We've got a condo right down the, the row here for a million two for sale. It's a 1900 square foot condo if you're interested. Well, I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm putting all my eggs in the basket of buying this Reds team so I can fix them up. So there you go. Well, you know what? I think you can get them for a little less than a million too. But <laughs> Dallas, stick around for a second. Pop Fan Rivalry followers. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following Dallas on Instagram. We'll make sure that we tag her. Um, hopefully you're having a great Wednesday and enjoy the rest of your week. We will be back um, with a Phillies fan probably tomorrow. Um, Friday is going to be kind of a wild card because I will be in the great uh, city of Las Vegas, Nevada, wrapping up everything for FanFest. So Dallas, again, thank you so much. We'll talk to you in a second. And Top End Rivalries, thank you for listening. <laughs>